Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the Genes here. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Who we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Polo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on Canada's next drag, drag superstar of the year competition. With the stars award. on ice. <laughs> are you ready more than ready let's go well, everyone thank you for joining us here on Spilling the GNT podcast for Canada's Drag Race episode 6 6 and you could never but you know who could <laughs> our special guests today now I've got two people that I've actually met through the rugby I've actually talked about the Tridents before haven't I you have and I'll let them introduce themselves mm-hmm. this year hi I'm Mike uh, I am number 8 and uh, the chairman of the club and I'm I lived in Canada for a bit. This gives me a certain little bit of an insight onto the potato boobs. Excellent, oh. excellent. And I'm Mikey, aka Mama Rolo. Uh, <laughs> to some people in the team, I'm a tight head prop and also the secretary for the team, and generally just a bit of a drag race whore. Lovely gal. That's, a, that's exactly what we want yeah, on yeah, this yeah. podcast. We've whores, got strictly whores. Oh, yes. <laughs> We've got different insights here. We've got. Drag Race insights and scoops. I think we might get too soon, and also Maybe. Canadian insights here. So, excellent correspondence for today's show. It wasn't until I came last week with B and Nick here, here, who are our guests. Last week, we came to that little drink barbecue thing at the park, and then we started to, we started talking about Drag Race and Anshitz Creek, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you were just spitting out like quotes, and I was like, oh, that's. This girl is. This girl knows her stuff. I was like, oh, and so when I and um, when I invited you over, I was like, oh, okay. And you said it was between you, you're going to talk to two people. I was I was secretly hoping you would bring Mike. I was like because I heard him really really good with knowledge. Now before we get started today on the next episode, who are you rooting for in Canada's Drag Race at the moment? Mm. At the moment, um, I think after last week, it has to be Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I was. I had my eye on Jimbo right from the start. Uh-huh. Um, I really hope that Lemon can pull things out of the bag because at the moment mm. she's like coasting mm. um, uh, to a certain extent. <laughs> um, if she can sort of runway looks out, I think mm-hmm. she has a long way to go in the competition. Oh. All right. I'm actually pretty much in agreement on that. Um, like Jimbo stood out for me from day one, especially in that mini challenge, yeah. you know, on the top with the flag and screaming the head off. Me too. Which was just hilarious and that's actually when i started loving her because when she walked into the room and she's like wow and she said i'm like i'm gonna turn around now i was just like oh another one of those i and loved then- her from the moment she walked in because she was giving me like klaus nomi meets mickey mouse and i was it was i was like yes this is a girl who knows her references and is going to bring like an arty kind of high camp feel to it and we, she gave us like disasterina vibes from the beginning didn't she we quite yes. quickly said yeah 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 she's our girl um but yeah, I'm, I love Jimbo too. She's my number one gal. I think Rita's going to go far. I think Rita's getting a little push. I don't agree with some of her wins, but there we go. Mm. Um, well, well, let's let's go to that. We don't agree. I don't agree specifically with episode one's win, mm-hmm. which was the era given like a Canadian a, themed make something out of an unconventional material. I don't know if you remember that episode. Are you in agreement on that? What were your thoughts on the first episode and the wins? Um, I think that one was a fair win. I think there were a lot of queens who were kind of level pegging in that one, to be fair. And mm-hmm. it could have been any of them. Uh, but yeah, I, I probably would agree with that one. But I think it's a later one that um, 
in when it was the materials challenge where they had the recyclables. The, the recyclables. Um, you might want to come to that back back in a minute. But um, oh no, let's talk about it now because yeah. I hated the judging that week. Right. Are I, we in agreement? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, it, that, that 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 week was just really bizarre. Bizarre was the word it I was, was going to use. It's it, parallel universe, Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's like you know, bullshit. Contentious, <laughs> contentious. But I would disagree with that i've got to say um the main Ooh. thing for me is i actually <laughs> Ooh, thought girl. rita won where absolutely won that one i thought the plastics did the best most cohesive job they had better materials to work with yes but they absolutely nailed it they looked like an absolute perfect triptych of people that you know were doing the same thing they were slightly different outfits but all had the same ideas rita's makeup was really fit the really fit the costume i think in that in that particular one mm-hmm. um yeah, okay, I do kind of agree with the metals one. Like, yeah, Priyanka with her kind of dead umbrella. Why did they give her so much praise? What she's were they pretty. smoking? Because she's pretty. I, like, it's, the metals were not in the bottom and that was a travesty. I see where you're coming from with the plastics. I could see kind of like there is this kind of, yeah, sort of avant-garde kind of trashy fashion aesthetic and they were really cohesive. I just love like the story and the cohesion from that point of view from the, the paper team. And I thought it would be probably an easier material, but I thought it was so well constructed and I love the colours and the, the, the camp and the characters and that sort of stuff. And I thought they got such unjust critiques. What, 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 did, you, what did you think? Um, I think... Again, yeah, the, the plastics were the mo- mo- most cohesive in terms yep. of what they were bringing forward. But, um, yeah, I just don't understand, you know, why it was such harsh critiques for the other two. Because they did bring some really good things to the runway. But it was like, now nah, this is shit. It's <laughs> like, really? It's You know, I, I, I can kind of see where they were coming from with the whole sort of like Jimbo being the queen. It's like two servants. It was like, well they're putting Jimbo on a higher pedestal and he kind of pushed that in a way. But Smart Jimbo. Yeah, it's true. You know, it worked to your strengths. But yeah, it, it, it Elena didn't did work justify it though. Yeah. When she, she, yeah. she was giving her feedback on the criticism, she thought, no, Jimbo had this, we thought, really cool idea and yeah. we went along with it. And so maybe then that shows something about about her and I know me that they should have maybe pushed to have a bit of a bigger role in the in the yeah. I agree to be honest like when I heard about Tainomi and I found out later on as the episodes went on that Tainomi's actually a big name in mm. Canada and, and the drag scene I can't imagine a big character and a well-known drag queen to take us a step down mm. to someone who isn't as well known as her I don't know why Tainomi allowed herself to be a guard for a queen. I thought Tainomi would pull what Jumbo had done. Mm-hmm. You know, as in pulling the Yeah, be the empress kind and, of And thing. playing the Beyonce, but she, she didn't really. Do you think well, her confidence was shaken at this point? It, either that or it could have been just being sort of general niceness. It's the case mm. of, you know, yes, I am well-known Jimbo isn't, so maybe give Jimbo the spotlight a bit more. Mm. But Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they've only got so long to make these decisions, and if somebody's got a an idea and mm. it seems to be working and they can all see a, you know their mm-hmm. own role in it in some way she might have just gone you know what we need to make a decision you know what we need to make a decision we just need to get on with it don't we we need to um commit to making the costumes or well i say costumes because that was definitely what they were <laughs> 
It wasn't an outfit. Tom, Tom, so, Doc, are you okay there? It's coronavirus. Yeah? <laughs> we're going to get demonetized now. Do you Not have that any we're monetized. Anti histamines Keep the virus away. Keep the virus away. Thank you. We've had our first warp of the episode. Thank you, Mikey. Yes, well, we might need that. So I always sneeze twice. I don't know why. Oh. As you were saying, yes, I, I, I do maybe agree with that. I just, I just, I never would have, I know you, you don't get much time to do it, but like you both done drag. I know that. Yes. Or you, yes. you've, you've dabbled a bit. I, I know you definitely have, darling. Would you allow <laughs> yourself to be um, a, 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 a second place? Supporting cast. Yeah. I... Ensemble. Would you, would you be ensemble? You... Personally, actually, yes. Really? Be. Yeah, I'm not one of those. Unless I've had like you know half a bottle of vodka, maybe I don't know. But <laughs> well, just wait. The half a bottle of vodka. Right, I'll go said, get we'll it just, now. We'll get the gin. The gin, the gin works. Anything, yeah, the gin. You know, anything with an ABV of forty percent, well, that's fine. <laughs> You'd allow yourself to be ensemble to a character with a hundred thousand dollars on the line and also a career. Oh, and now, now you put money into the equation. No, bitch, you get to the back. Exactly. <laughs> I I could I can't believe another drag queen and two at this would allow another. I, I just can't believe it. Like for me. Drag queens are the epitome of ego and confidence mm. and, you know, and like, I just, I wouldn't, I, I haven't even done drag, but I'm telling you right now, that's definitely not, that's not I mean, going to be what I do. That's no. an established part of your personality anyway. I don't <laughs> think that's in question. <laughs> but Mikey, can we talk? Can we talk? I, you said something really interesting earlier. You, you describe yourself as a, a drag midwife. Oh, there's a little story behind that. Yeah. um, (laughs) So I used to play rugby with uh, something Wong. Mm. um, Something Wong. Yeah. Before before something Wong did drag, um, we played. Just so you know, something Wong was a drag queen, I believe. (laughs) I believe. I believe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from RuPaul's Drag Race. Drag Drag Race. Drag Race. (laughs) RuPaul's Drag. Sorry, I'm just putting a GG Siwa. You know, I'm okay. Okay, Brooklyn. Hell. Hell. Sorry, I, I, I was thought it was season... more Elma Fudd, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put my foot on it. So, yes, um, something Wong's from uh, UK season one, as you yes. were. Um, so, we played rugby together, and the Steelers did um, an event called Steelers Next Top Model. Mm. Uh, not drag race, but um, she decided wanted to do it in drag mm. and ended up winning. And um, initially, uh, I helped with the photos for the whole thing and everything, mm. and... Um, then of course it was like, oh, I might start doing this as a, you know, bit of a sideline, mm-hmm. and uh, used to go around occasionally and play around with makeup and shit, and uh, yeah, and then just saw something wrong being born, basically fabulous, so kind of like a drag midwife in a way. Yeah. And what what is your drag name? Just for those who are listening, they're, they're curious to see who you are. Um, so I, I would call myself Caravan Rocker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I expected a caravan rocker. Whoosh. I, I was I was hoping your fan would come in, but no, it's, it's up oh, to you. You decide no, when that no, powers. No, no but we did we did on the way here. We did come across that sort of sort of name, didn't we? Lulu Lashes. Oh, Lulu there's Lashes. A shop, there's a shop nearby called Lulu. Oh Lashes. yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like Lulu Lashes, but Wendy Whips. There's a <laughs> shop in Old Swan. <laughs> there's a shop in Old Swan which always entertains me because it sells like vapes and stuff, and it's called Electrofag. <laughs> <laughs> It really, really entertains me. And I thought if I set up like a new wave synth pop group, like 80s influence, that's what I'd call it. 
Um, I mean, it'd be better yeah. than Electro Velvet Eurovision yes. reference. <laughs> I've said what my drag name would be before. Well, I've chosen to either Slagatha Christie or um, Electra Complex, which is a very highbrow psychiatry oh. joke. Oh, actually. I know that one. Yeah. Is that, that, isn't mm-hmm. that the female version of the Edward exactly. Complex? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she'd have a daddy complex yeah. and she'd just wear nice Grecian dresses. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's high concept, if you ask me. But don't most drag queens have a daddy complex? I would hope so. Mm. I would hope so. My drag mm. name would be Visa Decline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I, <laughs> because I'm here illegally. <laughs> oh, bleep that out. <laughs> but do you have a drag character? I'm calling uh, the police. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a drag character. Um, she's made a couple of appearances. Mm. Um, and it's Ms. Eva End. Eva Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love one that you got to think about and it's like, yeah, I get it. The penny's dropped. <laughs> well, I was, I was, there's so many drag queens I didn't realise until when I say re- years later, I mean years later, I never got Sharon Needles until uh-huh. maybe last year when someone was telling me what it meant i'm like what the, sharon the, ne- i oh. only i only got it when it was put in a sentence and it was like a t-shirt or something i said sharon needles will give you a communicable disease you know mm. um and that's when i got it um let's recap vicky nails as she's sometimes known let's recap on the last episode the last episode we had was the snatch game Mm -hmm. yep and we said and we had that lip sync now before we get onto this episode here what were your thoughts on the lip sync you know it was was priyanka versus kiara and it was to celine dion's i drove all night Mm -hmm. yeah it was probably one of the best lip syncs i've seen in a while yeah Um, fully agree i've got to say with the whole um Canada's Drag Race Next Soapstar Superstar Miss <laughs> yeah. Fame Academy um, this choice of songs by Avril Lavigne has been absolutely amazing they've That's just excellent. knocked yeah. out belter after belter and they've all and been Canadian artists haven't they yes yeah, yeah they have and so I'm hoping for some Alanis soon oh you ought to know <laughs> yeah that'd be good or Peaches oh yeah, you mentioned Peaches mm-hmm. on a previous one, haven't you? Yeah, maybe maybe fuck the pain away. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. We need it. So You're... child-friendly. <laughs> All right, should we get into the next episode? Please. Let's have a look. Okay, so we've come back with the girls who have literally just come back into the workroom mm-hmm. and we've said goodbye to... Was it... Kiara. Kiara. You still cannot remember Kiara. (laughs) Kiara was one of the most forgettable. Like, I always forgot she was there. She was was like Blair St. Clair in All Stars. Like, I was like, are you still here? Are you still here? Object. (laughs) Yeah, I Overruled. Overruled. Um, Thankfully, she came up with a memorable lip sync, though. Yes. You know, it was a great lip sync. So, bye-bye, Kiara. Maybe that's where her main skill set lay, unfortunately. Apparently, it was. So the Mexi challenge this week is, and, and help me out here because I was trying to trying to get through it. It's a late night law firm TV commercial. Yes, mm. they have to create an ad. Is that is that basically it? Promoting the services to queens it's kind of, and council. It's, it's kind of like one of those sort of law firms that you find in those yeah. low rent strips you know near a motel uh-huh. the, i think it's those type of things you know that has decor from the 70s you know a bit like better call Saul. really <laughs> Been in yeah, an accident yeah, that's yeah. not your fault yeah, yeah. capital ambulance chasers yes yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely who do we think's gonna do well in these challenges now the groups first of all the group says lemon got to choose so lemon chose priyanka so that's one team she also paired up alona and Scarlett as team two and then team three was Jimbo, Boa and Rita. Now looking at those three groups before we actually get into it, 
who do we think is going to do well? And with all the characters and the, the types of dragon, what we've seen, what do we think? I think Jimbo and Boa are going to bounce off each other on that. Mm-hmm. I think they are probably going to be like the two top frontrunners, possibly. I, I see that the strongest group as well. Yeah. I think Boa's lucky to be with pros like Jimbo and um, Rita, who helped to like channel her, I think. That's what I'm hoping for. I really, really want that group to stand out. I, I really did feel like Boa got the... The, the lucky straw here because she's got those two professionals. Now, we've already seen um, uh, Boa work with, I was going to say Nancy Drew. Who Nancy was it? Grace. Nancy Grace. We've already seen them two work together. Mm. And in their dynamic, I thought that Jumbo held it together and Boa was just being exactly what she did during the mini challenge which is loud and crude and and really out there. And she did the same thing when she was paired together with Jumbo. Now, I'm hoping that she she kind of tones it in and tries to match the energy levels or tries to understand what's going on in that, in that threesome. I think this challenge would actually benefit from having different energy levels because they've all they've got a role to play. I'd like I think I think you can imagine Rita Baker. Um, by the way, the pun Rita Baker. Rutabaga. We don't Rutabaga. know that. Can you explain it to us? Well, Rutabaga is uh, North American for, um, I think it's beetroot. Or no, it's a turnip. Sorry. It's like oh. a turnip or a Swedish call it Rutabaga. Okay. So Rutabaga, Rutabaga. I thought she was bag mind. of chips as his Canadian cousin. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, I think that this challenge actually benefits from having different levels of character. I think mm. I can imagine Rita being the kind of the straight laced, I'm the really kind of efficient lawyer mm-hmm. and she'd be there with a clipboard or something mm. and a cup of coffee around her neck on a Power thong. suit, the whole um, Yeah, okay. And then you'll have, um, I think, I think Boa needs to be some sort of accident victim because let's face it. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Born for the role. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then Jimbo can be, I don't know, the person being sued or something. I think this could, I think a little mini courtroom drama could work out mm. quite well. Or, you know, two of them pair up to be the you know, lawyers doing the big spiel, doing the big selling routine. Um, it could work out really, really well for them to have an extra person in that group. I, I kind of view them as like being three different types of lawyer. You know, so like say Rita being the very straight laced one, mm-hmm. um, Boa probably like really eccentric, probably slightly alcoholic. I don't know. But, um, and then Jimbo just, how can you describe it? Jimbo being that sort of um, that malleable character. <laughs> that, I feel that, I feel like Jimbo could be anybody. Yeah, really, could, I feel anybody know, she turns her hand to. It's yeah. She I, keeps I, you guessing though, doesn't she? She, she, she does. She, whatever like, it is, it'll be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. When I when I look at those three, I think about the challenges that we've had already, mm-hmm. where Boa has ADHD. She forgot her lines, and she should have been in the bottom, but she was very very lucky to not have been in the bottom two that week. Mm. Um, and then we look at Jimbo, who. He was the judge in in that in that court scene, and he he did an okay job. But it was Rita. Rita did a very very good. Um, she was solid. She was very very good in her improv. Very very good in it. So I think Rita's might be the one that's gonna hopefully direct the team just from that. But different energies. 
I hopefully mean, she's managed to channel her ADHD into something with Jeff, them two there. Jeffrey did say specifically it's an improv challenge, this one. So there's going to be a combination of like who did well in Snatch Game and who did well in the acting challenge, I think. Yeah. So I think Jimbo and Rita are both going to bring something to the table. But then we look at Scarlett and Alona, and the reason they called mm. them sisters is because they had they were basically the twin bots, weren't they? They, they had were. to do that. They had to speak in unison in that one. And I think she thinks that they're kind of bonded from that experience because she put them two together. Scarlett didn't look too happy, did she? <laughs> no, not at so all. Scarlett obviously knows where she's standing in the picking order, and where Alona is. She's like, "Really, you threw me that when there's Jumbo and there's Rita. You want to put me with her?" What do you think Priyanka was chosen first from Lemon? What do you think Lemon chose Priyanka, especially after a really bad snatch game and she was in the bottom two? It might make her look good. Oh. Oh. Mm. Uh, but no, seriously, I think Priyanka has already proven that she can do, or so she's proved that she can. I think Priyanka has already proved that she can pull it together when she's got a little bit of time to think about it. There's slight less pressure because the snatch game is such a trope. It's such a, it's everything, everybody knows everything about it. And, and it just, it's, everyone gets a little bit nervous about it. So I think maybe just the nerves got the better of her last week. And this week she's, she's already shown that she's a little bit more switched on, a little bit more prepared. Um, so if that, I, if that is Lemon's strategy, she might be in for a bit of a shock, but I do, th- I do, I do hope because they hinted at it in the previous episode that somebody was going to suddenly pull it out the bag that we'd not really seen shine yet. Mm. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to be Lemon, so let's let, let's see. But I think possibly Priyanka and Lemon could do a decent job together. Um, yeah, they're, they're, I think they're the dark mm. horse for this one. Yeah, I think their energies could match up quite well. And Priyanka's got her children's TV background, so she's a good performer. And she did do well in the acting challenge. She got praise in that one. I liked her in that. I didn't like her in there at all. I thought thought she was like Jujubee in the finale clapback. She was there. Like she was just there. I think it's the sissies who are in trouble. So, like, I don't think anything's happened through this you know, a selection of teams to make us think that Scarlett or Ilona are necessarily going to shine or be safe this episode. Is this one way of, of differentiating Canadian drug and US drug? I remember in season 12, um, after the Snatch game, we had which girls went off at um, Widow Von Du and them saying, you knew this was happening and there was a big, big drama about like, how come you guys didn't know? There's no excuse. It was Jackie, wasn't it? It was Jackie Cox yeah. who came for yeah. Widow and, and, and the other queen saying, you should have known this. And then they had that big clash whereas over here we're not you know it's just everyone's very very like oh prank i'll give you another chance come with me <laughs> is that i think american drag has had drag race now for 12 seasons and so of course everyone else has seen it but the actual drag scene in those countries hasn't necessarily been affected by the the, the competitiveness and the bitchiness of it in the same way there's almost going to be a little bit of bitchiness among drag queens. That's that's kind of expected. Absolutely. But the sisterhood is a lot stronger, I think, in other territories that haven't got a long history of the competition and people going, oh, my God, why the fuck is she on here? <laughs> um, uh, and so I think they're, these, they're all kind of good sisters together and good duties. And they're trying really hard to kind of edit some animosity in there like what i think they've just done with scarlet and ilona mm-hmm. um I, I i think it's partly the fact it's the first season and partly the fact that yeah canadians are just really polite and <laughs> dead nice really 
Compare Canadian drag and UK drag. Is there any similarities, differences there? Is Canadian more like UK drag or US in terms of I, how I did, they are? I did notice in the first episode, and that's from watching the first episode of the UK one, is that, you know, weirdly for a larger country, they all seem to know each other very, very well, even yeah. from the different territories. Whereas the UK one, obviously, you know, much smaller country, a lot of the drag queens travel, you know, you, you mm-hmm. can have various queens who you think are London queens, they're performing in Birmingham, Brighton, mm-hmm. you know, Cardiff, you know, they go all over. So they're all more generally well known. So that's the similarities I've seen. Um, the UK one's probably a bit more shady than mm. I'd say, the, like you say, Canadians yeah. are just innately polite. <laughs> and I think it was a bit more fun as a result. This is the thing. Yeah. Um, another thing about Canada, sorry guys, um, it's just that slightly slightly more boring version of America. <laughs> and I think that's coming through Ooh, a little girl. bit. You mean, you mean well. it's, the, it's the Robin Williams quote where he says Canada is like that. Um, it's like the loft above a really good party underneath. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, it's really accepting and friendly and tolerant and open and all those lovely things. But that makes it that little bit less confrontational okay and this is a tv show and it thrives on competition it thrives on those little kind of kind of noises <laughs> like um, and we're not getting it we're not getting enough sa- shade button in this we're not getting enough rattlesnake no no there we go so no. shall we see what sort of energy and how much shade the girls bring to this challenge let's have a look mm. all right the category is Canadian tuxedo. The first one we have coming down is Scarlet Bobo. What are our thoughts? She's got this big puff sleeve jacket. That's kind of like the statement bit, isn't it? And puff sleeves are very big right now. Uh, they always give me like kind of like Elizabeth the first vibes. <laughs> puff sleeves are very like um, Elizabethan, but they're, they're pretty big right now, and they're really big puff sleeves. So I like how she's got like this statement piece denim jacket. Yeah. You know, I think her look to me is very like. Um, like MySpace tween circa, you know, 2008 or something. Do you know what I mean? That's like her aesthetic. Um, she's got a little bit of Layla McQueen in there. She listens to Marilyn Manson and she loves Jeffree Star. That kind of thing, uh, yeah, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I got a very sort of punk rock vibe to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's a very punk feel to it. I think um, I think you've got two things here. You've got the kind of the hodgepodge jigsawy dress where uh-huh. there's all patchwork and there's some nice little pops of yellow in there and there's the blue zip-up pocket thing. I think the dress on its own, it's a shame we didn't get to see it without the jacket on because I think the jacket is great, but I also think, don't think the jacket really belongs with the dress. I think the dress is okay. a very different look, personally. Yeah. And I would have loved to, to just take the jacket off and show us what, what, what was on. Even if it was just one of those sort of like, you know, half taken off down and yeah. show a bit more of the dress, it did. It took it over a little bit. Let's DM her later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do we, do we, are we, are we, we going to toot a boot? Yeah. Um, I'll toot this just about though. I'll toot it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Small toot. Small toot. Small toot. Yeah. yeah. Toot. Definitely uh, toot in a jacket. I give her praise for being on trend with An the ASMR sleeves. Toot, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next up, little. we have Ilona Verne. Ilona Verne. Yes. So this to me was like, I like the idea behind it, but... So, like, from the waist up, she's got this, like, fairly chic, like, modish denim jacket. And then, like, it's, it's something you could maybe see on, like, a Chanel runway or something. And then it kind of, like, loses it 
because I think those cutouts cheapen it. And I think the like exposed bottom and that kind of thing. While I applaud her for like embracing her body and being body positive, I'm a bit like, mm, it doesn't really like, fit in with the rest of the look. And the hair's not big enough. And I like the kiss curls, but it's not enough hair. Her face is beat for filth. I love her face so much. But overall, I'm not, I'm not buying it. No. Yeah, I know what you mean there. It's not, it's not, I, I almost feel like she's, there's lots of very, very good ideas mm. there. And then the, but then she's not actually looked in the mirror before she's gone out and gone, yeah, no. but does this all work? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, the, the top half works really well. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it, it's very different, but the bottom half feels like last minute. It's just very thought, oh, we've got nothing for the bottom half. I'll just yeah. put a stick on some assless chaps. That, very that. It. It's like, it's a bit kind of like Chanel runway from the waist up and like Christina Aguilera in the dirty video from the waist down. Um, which, you know, I like the blend of influences, but it's not working for me. I'm, go- I'm actually going to boot her. I'm sorry. Ella. If she had bigger hair, I might toot her. I think her proportions look really, really off with the small hair. Hmm. I I actually like it. <laughs> I really like it. That's, that, right. that's I, okay. You're allowed to. Yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna toot it. I'm going to toot it. I think it's, it's, I like the, the way it fits her. I like that I can see this. I like that she put a detox at the back there. <laughs> and I'm loving the um the wispy hair. Like, I do like the Especially with the um the fashion that we saw with Dahlia Sin. I really loved it when she did it. And I love it on, I love it mm. on her. And it's good to see her not as pastel like she's she's showing wow. you she's showing mm. you different she's doing a ma- oh hopefully it's not like max where she finally changed her hair color <laughs> and then she went home but like it's, it's good to see a different side to lona so i'm gonna do it we need to see you change it up You're mm. the I, I actually didn't even notice that she had a ponytail yeah it's not didn't big enough. even notice that at all no it's mm. a boot for me I think the hair fits the top half of the, the, the outfit because of it being a bit smarter, a bit more business-like. Mm. So I don't mind it from that perspective. But yeah, just the whole, th- the, the whole thing together is a, is a boot for me. It's a boot. I'm All right. Sorry, Alona. Oh, she's having a little walk around now, isn't she? <laughs> um, she's gone now. Bye, Alona. The next up we have... Oh, gosh, we have Boa. Now, what are our thoughts on this? Look. Hello, um Hello, is Vivian there? I'd like to have a word, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say more Angel of the Great White North. Oh. oh. She's given, I always get like quite strong divine vibes from Boa. And this is like divine in like some really progressive primary school's Christmas play as the, as, as like the Angel Gabriel, but like a denim rock and roll Angel, Angel Gabriel. Mm. <laughs> T- I'm telling Mary to eat shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, I know Vivian wasn't the first one to do that kind of effect where it looks a little bit like one of those fly screens that you have mm. hung at a caravan door. But um, I do get the kind of the cricket pads and the videotape look from this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. the strips. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I actually mm. like this more than I like Viv's. I thought Viv's looked cheap, whereas I think, mm. I don't know, this works for me more. Viv no, lost her silhouette in, in that look, where yeah. she has quite cleverly made a lovely hourglass shape. I'm going to toot this. I like it. I'm going to toot it. I, yeah. I do like this look. I think it's one of Boa's best looks to date for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like would agree it. because she doesn't look as unpolished as usual. She looks like rock and roll um, without looking sloppy. 
you can see the sort of share, if I could turn back time, sort of influence oh, aye, there okay, as well yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the fishnets. I can see that. And yeah. the big hair. Yeah. Yeah, the sheer weave, the divine face in Eureka's body <laughs> with Vivian's inspired but elevated. <laughs> yes. You may think from what I've been saying that I actually think I'm going to, you, you think I'm going to say boot for this, but no way. It wasn't mm. the strongest week. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. But um, I'm tooting the tits off this because yeah. this is this is really really good. And we were saying before there was this little hint in a previous ep- in the last episode that somebody pulled it out of the bag this week. Oh. If the if this if it's based on the runway, I'd say Boa's the one who's. Are you placing your bids on Boa? Up. I'm. I um. I would like to see her. I'm, I'm, it's going to depend because I've not seen the finished product yet. Of but the, so far uh, you're but, happy yeah, with what you I'm see. Ha- I'm very happy. You're liking where this yeah. is going. Yeah, two yeah. for me as well. Another two. All right. Bye bye, Jimbo. Try and get those wings off the it's stage. Not Jimbo, that was Boa. Oh, sorry. Here I'm comes Jimbo. Now, we have Jimbo. This is my shoot of the week because she's serving us Lee Bowery. Um, I love it. Like, I don't know if Lee Bowery actually did like a proper denim look like this, but the silhouette and like the exaggerated female proportions, the high pony, the face keeny, it just screams Lee Bowery to me. I, I love it. I exactly love it. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ditto what she said. I, I, I love it. It's like Avatar mm. um, realness. I mean, it's just really, really good. I, I can't. Yeah. I love it. Even that scarlet hair against the blue is perfect. And and it goes with the lips as yeah. well. And what's quite clever, even though it's like an all-in-one piece, is that it's shaped, even though yeah. it's with all the different... Exactly. Denim. Yes. Uh, yes. You get you get the shape of her. She's not lost within that at all. But it's actually really, really good. Like, a lot of the times when you put... When people try to do too much, they lose the shape because of all the fabrics. But she's managed to keep that. Yeah. It's a major... It's, it's probably my shoot of it's the It's my week. shoot. Well, yeah, but, we've not seen the rest yet, but this is my shoot, I can tell you. Mm. Very, very, very good. And I love the fact that she's always got her teeth out and she's got her mouth open. You yeah. can see, properly see all the features. And it looks that little bit kind of wow, shocking mm. kind of look all the time. And at least they're not going to be able to judge upon her not having made her hands and face oh. up. So it all matches. <laughs> because True. Of they can't do that. Oh, you've not... Yeah, no, put makeup on that other bit of your body. We I, I would see. love it if, like, she actually whipped this up, kind of like overnight, saying they're not going to critique me on not painting my hands this time. I'm going to cover every mm. inch of my body. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's toots all around. Shoot, shoot for me, absolutely. Shoot. Oh, there is an assassination. <laughs> Shots no, I, fired. I, I agree, definitely. Next up, we have Rita Beggar. Now, first of all, it's it's just hard to come out after Jimbo. Like she just yeah. really served, and anyone following that is is just gonna. I mean, I feel sorry for them. I'm already gonna say that this is, oh, a, a boot for me. It's quite basic. What do you guys think? Getting the reveal, and I'm just kind of going. And yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like, like that for me as well. It's kind of like what she did in episode one, where she had that really, really nice jacket, the poncho kind of jacket she made on episode one, and then she took it off, and there was that hideous blue dress underneath. Yeah, and then she put on the cheese curds. Like she sometimes you just leave it. Like there was, if there's going to be a reveal, it better be amazing. But it's just gone from average to average for me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna boot it, but I love her. I it's like a, I've gotta say though, her makeup and hair though, I do love. I think it's gi- really, yeah. really nice, but the rest of it just lets it down. She's giving me pink vibes with the hair and makeup. I'm with the mohawk. Me showing my age now. I'm thinking Bridget Nielsen. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Love love Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that there. Like she she'd have been better off keeping it on, because what she revealed underneath was quite basic mm. and i don't I, I guess like i like that rita rita's trying to like embrace a bit of sexiness this week but i don't like associate that with her either so i don't feel like it's necessary mm. i will say like the segmented kind of strip tease is quite clever because it wasn't just like a reveal and she took it off bit by bit but yeah mm, i'd it, like her to keep it on there. please <laughs> i'd like <laughs> to keep it on please <laughs> yeah. i'm going to toot her because i don't think it's a boot okay um, I think this is the least denim-looking one, although it possibly was made of denim. It didn't look I get you. as Canadian denim as you'd kind of expect. So, yeah, um, great hair and makeup, nice bit of poise, nice idea with the extra bits of reveal. But overall thing, nah, not so much. Sorry, love. Yeah, it's between a toot and a boot. It's just kind <laughs> of... That's it. A moot. A moot, yes. You only get one moot, okay? So that's just, it's been used up. We hear Priyanka. I really like it. I don't even know what reference I'm getting. I'm getting like, for me, I'm getting like very denim, sexy pirate lady. Okay. Well, it's interesting because I saw more nautical than denim as well because... Going back to what you just said, Mike, I don't see this as a very denim material. It almost mm-hmm. looks like a blue velvet to me, but I don't know. It's clear, you know, I'm sure it is velvet. But I'm getting nautical vibes as well. And this is like her go-to color palette. She very often uses like red and blue and white together. She's used it a few times. Um, she's she's having puff sleeves as well. And the, that's that other trend as well, isn't it? With the, like the the kind of like gartery kind of chaps kind of jeans thing going on. Um, I don't know. She just looks like a, a, a girl with an Instagram account to me. It's nothing like really special. Yeah, I, I was left a bit unsure by mm. it. And again, with the whole sort of like chaps garter thing, I thought we get starting to get this Knight of a Thousand Madonnas, everyone in a kimono type <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah I, I just kind of like, again, it's not sure. It's not the strongest week on the runway Mm-mm-mm. at all. Is it, a, is it a boot for you too? It's not bad. You used up your mute. No, it's um, not. It's not. A, again, I'd say small too because it's not bad. Okay, but so it's just. It, yeah, it's there. She walked the runway. She, she was on the runway. Yeah, that was it, I you know? saw her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Her makeup's getting better because in the first couple of weeks she had very very hard lines with her eye makeup in particular. I'm not an MUA, um, but she's getting softer and prettier. She looks gorgeous in the face. Her wigs aren't getting better though. They often look really greasy. Mm. Um, but I I think it misses the theme, so I'm going to give her a boot. Okay. It's more nautical than denim to me. Mm-hmm. I love the jacket. I think whereas with Scarlet, her jacket kind of took over and you couldn't really see what was underneath, this one you know, plays a part in an outfit in a much better way. Mm. Um, yeah, lovely sleeves, lovely massive collar. Um, the hat's kind of neither here nor there, really. Um, but uh, mm. I, get, I, I get it. Oh, it's a bow rather yeah, than a hat, even. It it's just more it's like a, a mini turban type thing. It? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you on the wigs. Um but it was just a nice, it was a nice colour to, yeah, like you say, nice colour palette for her as well. Uh, but n- 
slightly better than Rita's, but not really that. Mm. It's not quite a toot yet, mm. I'm afraid. It's a bit of boot. Now, out walks Lemo, um, again, in a PP yellow wig. This is her favourite hair colour, and I don't like it on her. I think the only person who can pull that off was Gaga in the telephone video. And again, she's given me, like, you know, Instagram, YouTube girl. Like, t- she looks like Tana Monk... I don't even know how you say her name. Tana Mojo? Tana Mongoose? She's given me that kind of vibe. But like, why is that a problem for this sort of theme? I just think it's a bit basic. There's oh, not like okay. a concept. Like I, I'm being nitpicky, but like I like a concept. So like Jimbo came out with like a really strong concept. This to me is is Tana Mongo on her way to Starbucks, and I'm not inspired by it. I don't even know who you're talking about. So. <laughs> you don't need to. She's not very inspiring. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I just Tana, think- she's not listening. But Tana, if you're out there, I love you, my darling. I love you, my darling. But you haven't got the range. <laughs> She hasn't got the range, darling. She hasn't got the range. I feel this is a bit unfinished. Mm. It just feels like, again... I say it, that about anything with chaps, to be fair, though. Yeah. Mm. Bring, it, bring it to the hodgepodge, I'd say. It's the chaps and the kind of garter belt thing again. Yeah. It is something that's been going on for a few years with like that kind of like fashion Instagram girl. I will say her proportions are better this week because there's something about the way things flare around her hips mm. that make her look a bit more cinched than usual, which has been a problem for her past few Face is stunning. I do think she's mm. so pretty. She hasn't done the illusion of the breasts, though. In the... She's not done the pearl... No, the pearl illusion. The pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which a few do, I think, now. I she, think this is the thing with her. She's 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 naturally very slim um, mm. and has a lovely slender, svelte figure. Mm. But I do think she could just have a little bit of a boob, I would say, just a little bit. I'm in full agreement that, like, you know, she's clearly got this amazing body uh, for drag. Um, but she's a little off with the proportions quite mm. often. Like, quite often, she is like her her waist cinches or courses don't quite work or something because they actually make her look more boxy. Mm. And I, I just think she is something she needs to finesse. You know, myself as a very experienced drag queen saying that to her. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I'll boot it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to boot cause it's basic and I expect better from lemon. Yeah, same boot. Mm. Boots all around. Mm, go on then. And I also don't I really. Don't, oh, that was the last one. I really, I really don't like that wig color. I don't know if it's me. It's, it's like, it's I don't more like, like it. Urine, it's pee pee yellow. Urine. Yeah, it's pee pee yellow. Can I just ask the question as well? Why did nobody come out as Britney Spears in her denim dress? You and, know that one with her with Justin Timberlake, and they were like quadruple denim. Yeah, it's like the most iconic denim look ever. I feel like um, Dahlia Sin's entrance look did that. And I, maybe they wasn't maybe. it wasn't it inspired the double I think, denim. I think Britney actually had like an off the shoulder floor length gown out of denim. No, who was just for the runway disregarding the challenge? Who had the best look for you, and who is in danger just from these looks? I think with the winner, we could probably harmonise because I think we're in unison. Jimbo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Boa as well. I love Boa too. Yeah, but no, Jimbo's my fave. But, but, but it, well, we haven't seen the um, the challenge yet, but mm-hmm. I think based on the runway, Boa would be safe. Yeah, perhaps perhaps I'm just just so thrilled that Boa's kind of made that jump, and therefore I'm going like, yeah, snap, snaps. I tell you what, Boa's but... full of great ideas. She's so full of great ideas, and with like a little bit of cash and a little bit of experience behind her, she's going to be fantastic. I think also it might be in the challenge. What I was thinking about earlier is, you know, being with the two experienced queens might help her filter. I hope so, and channel it better. Yeah. So let's. I mean, let's it, it could so. go two ways. She filters or she actually brings the group down. Mm. But I think they're, I mean, they're two strong, experienced queens. I'm hoping it's the latter. Um, 
Who was in danger from these looks? I'm going to go first and say Rita. Mm, yeah. Rita was my least favorite. Ilona was my least favorite. I'd, I'd say... Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Rita and Ilona. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's look at them. Let's look at the Mexi challenge and then we can make up our final minds. You you inhaled there, Dr. Tom. Do you want to say something? We'll be right back. Leave that in. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to turn up the audio for that. <laughs> now we're going to be looking at the final products. The first people that the first group we saw was Scarlett and Ilona. Mm-hmm. What are our thoughts on that? We'll go to you, Mike and Mikey first. What are our thoughts? Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, when they were coming up with the concept, you can see the cracks were starting to appear a little bit early. Definitely. You know, and then it was like, you know, Scarlett, you, you take the mm. Um, and through the whole thing, it was kind of like, what's going on? It's it's just an onslaught. It's like, you know, sissy this, sissy that, sissy yeah. spaycheck, you know. It's just quite a lot. Uh, yeah, it was it was just a bit too much. There was, yep, it was a I lot agree. of, let's shove as much into 30 seconds as possible. Mm-hmm. I think the concept was a bit lacking and it came across as like really shrill. And like the word onslaught is mm. very, very good word to describe it because my, my senses feel a bit attacked. Um, like... The, I always think it's really basic when they descend into oh cat fighting. It's a sign that in like an improv or comedy challenge they don't know where to go with it, and they went very very quickly to cat fighting. They did it twice in the space of two minutes. Um, I was interested in what you said about Scarlet because I think Scarlet's being framed as a little bit of a kind of like emotional, slightly catty character who really doesn't have a very high frustration tolerance. And if somebody's annoying, it's just like fine, you do it. Kind of thing. Um, I think she was the most varied in this challenge, though. I think Ilona's mm. voice was at the same pitch the whole time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether she was being some sort of demonic lawyer that scalps people, or if she was also <laughs> just being this slightly annoyed friend who just, you know, you know, is really annoyed with her sissy. Um, <laughs> and it's just like having the same voice all the way through kind of made me lose it for And I think definitely that Bobo was the better performer um, in terms of being yeah. a little bit more dynamic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just this level of noise all the way through, visual noise all the way through, as well as auditory. And yeah, I hope the others are better. It was yeah. an assault on the senses, wasn't it? Um, there, we saw in the filming as well that things got really physical and both girls were like, well, she actually spat in my face and she actually hit me with that book and she actually hit me with that cap. Like, mm. Are they kind of like unleashing some sort of like latent aggression against yeah, each other? They really hate each other. frustration, I think, yeah. between them, weirdly. Mm. Uh, drag yeah. hurts, though. So I think, yes. uh, yeah, but drag no, is can... not a contact sport. No. So oh. how do we reconcile oh. there you go. <laughs> those two concepts? Yeah. yeah. I just you're very right I just think it was a lot of noise and quite shrill it wasn't entertaining at all one very high note oh like very high yeah I know I'd be happy not to hear again Mm. Mm. I'm gonna boot I know we're not too there's no fashion but I just want to boot that commercial like would you buy that service um if you're what in need the, of it, if you're in need of whatever the service was, would you would you buy it? It'd be less sissy that walk and more sachet away. Oh, <laughs> oh she's clear. Oh, she did that. I think in for my personal choice, it's not a service I would need. <laughs> um because yeah, I, 
Because you know how to get rid of your sissy. I didn't think this through, did I? Um, because, yeah, you're going to want to why now, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, don't, I, th- I think it's a case of it wasn't a product, really, was it? It was just being a bitch um, and getting rid of other people who you think are being a bitch back. And Yeah, yeah. the concept mm. was really muddy. Mm. I think, yeah. It, was it just, just reminded my, me of my sister's fighting. That's yeah. what yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what I thought. For me, I was like sissy because I saw that they brought out one of the pit crews. And I thought they were using the plain word sissy as in a very, very feminine, very, very negative way of calling a feminine person. So I'm like, oh, you're trying to get rid of your sissy. And then mm. I thought about sisters. And then I thought, like, oh, do they mean sissy as in like Drake? I, I didn't know what they what sissies was. Mm. That was just me as a heterosexual um, male. <laughs> it might have been a bit clearer if you were Canadian, I think, maybe, that, you know, it was, our sissy, we don't think of sissy as being sister at yeah. all. Yeah. No, and sissy's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what we use. It's, it's not just, in New Zealand. Is there... Do, no, it did generally shorten to sis. Yeah, sis. Mm. Sissy, we don't. Sissy's not a good word back where I'm from. Sissies are like, you know, it, it's up there with words like pufta. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So, we don't really like their performance, do we? No. Yeah. Mm. Let's move nah. on to the next queens. The next group we saw was Jimbo, Rita Baga, and Boa. Now, what did you guys think of this commercial? Um, I think to a certain extent, the idea that, that we'd have the two really, really strong lawyer types and the person who was being carried a little bit did happen. Mm. Um, particularly, actually, in the in the bar scene where you'd think the actual, the least dominant character was the drag queen in mm. the whole situation. It's like, when does that happen? Yeah. Mm. Uh, the answer is when they're all drag queens and the other two are better than you. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I, I I did love I, I did like the concept. I think it was a good strong concept. It was yeah. what it was, you know, the, the storyline went through really well. It's something we can all identify with and it Mikey <laughs> has worked as a DJ mm. in Liverpool bars. Tell us a little bit about oh. Hindus, as we call oh. them, rather than uh, bachelorette parties. Get the fuck out of my bar. <laughs> it is, you know, yeah, with my amazing personality, it was a DJ, believe it or not. Um yeah coming in and saying we're going shortly can we have this song on there's people before you but i'm going a bit like this mm-hmm. it's my special day yeah. you know can you play ariana grande ariana grande <laughs> <laughs> and you're like oh, no because there's people before you well i'm going oh, all right bye okay. <laughs> see ya Ta-ra, Jude. <laughs> yeah um I've had some nights out in Liverpool where I can actually remember that it was the one that had all the Wilma, um, Wilma Flintstones in, for instance. And I remember the Wilma Flintstone drag nights being, we spent, me and two of my friends, uh, we really just ripped the shit out of them to each other most of that evening until they <laughs> left. Um, it was a brilliant night out. We had a lovely time, but um, yeah, the amount of uh, clubs and, um, no, clubs as in things you hit people with in the Stone Age, not clubs <laughs> as in nightclubs, um, that we had to contend with that evening. It was abysmal. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they can take over and they can be very dominant and they feel a little bit entitled. And I think it's lovely that they have bitten back in this episode. It's really, really good, isn't it? I remember going on a night out once and I'd been to the Rocky Horror Show in the Empire in Liverpool and then we went out to a couple so of So you, of course, were dressed very I was, sensibly. I was dressed yeah. very sensibly as Frank Converter. Mm-hmm. And I remember recently there was like a, a gaggle of, of girls in there and I remember like one of them like grabbing me and dragging me over to her friends and it was like I was being like paraded round as this kind of like 
object. And that was like a tiny, tiny little glimmer, I think, into what drag queens and personnel in gay bars feel in, in that kind of environment. And of course, you want to welcome all kinds of people into that kind of environment, but with certain boundaries being observed mm. and without a sense of entitlement. And mm. this is so funny, and it was such a good riff on it, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We've got to make it important that we welcome everybody. Mm. But, you know, there is a certain... I don't want to say rules. Etiquette. Etiquette yeah. is a good way of putting it, yeah, I think. Definitely. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, we're not excluding people. It's just... Mm. But this is our safe space where we've got yeah. to yeah. be able to feel comfortable without feeling like we're animals in a zoo. Yes. And... Even the Triton's drag night, standing outside one of the bars and this group of women wanted to come over and feel my arse because I had mm. a bit of padding on, to be fair. So I, I, I thought, well, at least it's through a couple of layers of chair foam, so it's not actually going to be my arse to touch I it. Don't know but if, imagine, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you remember that night as well. One of the women came up and put her hand un- under my skirt Ooh. and said, are you tucked? Mm. I was like, excuse me? Now, if me? I... Yeah. A, oh my god! As a, as a straight man, or or, or you know, or any man, yeah. went up to a woman and said, "Oh." And put my hand yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. You know boundaries. Of course, and it links into I think what Rita was saying during the um, rehearsal process, and she was talking. You know, Rita was talking about basically being sexually assaulted when mm-hmm. she was on stage. It's, it's 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 not cool. There are boundaries. People aren't objects. Yeah, it's like they they pay their money to come inside, and then they feel like they can do whatever. What I liked about this commercial is that. I, if I was a drag queen, this is a service I would definitely want because one of the tropes and one of the things that a lot of the drag queens complain about is the girls at bachelorette parties. And there's actually a really, really big clip of Raven. Have you seen that Raven yeah, yeah, yeah. going off at a bachelor at a hen's night? At hen's night because they were going on stage. They were there. There's another one of the princess as well. A, a young woman came on stage during her set, and I think she'd been repeatedly harassed that that. Um, performance and she led her off stage we say by her ponytail (laughs) drag I don't know who it was it it was I don't think it was a a drag race queen but Mm -hmm. it was a drag queen Mm -hmm. on the stage and a woman got up on stage and she launched her like Mm. oh yeah I've seen that as well pushed her right back and the stage was quite high Mm. and you know and she had to apologise no I've even get off the stage there's so many queens even Bob the Drag Queen had one where you know there's there's a rowdy um, hen's night and then she just told them straight up okay hold on I'm gonna tell you exactly how to behave so mm-hmm. looking at that there seems to be a real problem and I think that if that's a service I'd buy you're very right Bowl was very lucky I think that um Jimbo and Rita carried this. I really love Jimbo's character. I've got to disagree. I've got to think that they were all very consistent. I thought they all Mm. got equal time. I actually thought they probably, again, the whole filtering Mm. Boa into doing what she needed to do. I thought it was actually, yeah, I thought thought it was really good. I quite Mm. quite enjoyed the the sort of in the drag bar bit came across a little bit messy. Okay. Okay. The other part where, you know, at the desks was just, it was on point. Okay. Um, Boa and Jimbo in perfect unison. They were great. They, they were really, really good. So. Something we're going to be quoting for weeks to come, I think. Oh, yes. It's my special day. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yeah. on my birthday next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll do that dressing up exactly like Jimbo. All right, cool. The last group. The last team is Team Lemon and Priyanka, the Pussy Protectors. Thoughts? 
Are they the antonym of the cock destroyers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. It's um, they had like two sets of characters in there, so I liked the way that they. Well, actually, the other group switched in and out of character as well, didn't they? They had these kind of like slightly Liza, slightly Chris Jenner-esque lawyer characters. The funniest bit, I think, was the whole corruption thing, mm. which like I think we've all got our suspicions about these kind of um, these like quite suspicious law firms, these ambulance chasers, and I think they played on that, and that was the punchline, which I think paid off. It uh, didn't make me laugh as much as um, uh, Jimbo, Rita, and Boa's team. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it just felt a bit lost in a way. I mean, mm. it got there, but it was like, rather than taking the direct route, it was like, you know, oh, we'll just go around here, we'll go mm. around, you know, around the block a couple of times, <laughs> and then get there. It's like, that was it. Yeah, mm. it was when it was when the at the start when they were saying what the problems were, and they said, "Have you ever split? Have you ever been so litty you split your kitty?" And then she goes, "Ah." Oh, I got so litty, I split my kitty. And then both of them were just a repeat of the question. And mm. it was like, okay, um, great script writing, ladies. Thank you for coming. Um, and <laughs> We'll call you. It was, yeah, exactly. It was very, it was thought out. It was well planned. It just wasn't funny, I'm afraid. I, mm. I found it quite hard to, and maybe it's me, but I think Priyanka had a tendency to kind of slur her words or her her diction wasn't there. And I, I, think I found a, myself struggling to understand what she was saying. I think it was a character choice. And that's why I thought of Liza. It was almost like this Liza-esque kind of like projection at one point. Yeah. I don't know. Like it clearly wasn't a good character choice if mm. you couldn't understand what she was saying. I think Lemon was good in this mm. um but it was it was quite meh actually it was quite a meh commercial i don't really think that well i mean the um rehearsals made it seem like okay this is the team that's gonna win mm. and then to see Stacey that finish, yeah to see that finished product i'm a bit like oh well may, maybe you're not the winners it, it's kind of the opposite of the um the boa jimbo and bagger team mm. um mm-hmm. where it looked really messy but it came off really quite polished Yep. This was the opposite way. But can we take a moment to appreciate Lemon's thigh strength? Oh, very you know, much so. Split and then back up there. and hold. Do you know what I was angry what? about? Is that they cut off the... Yeah. They cut they cut that off. Like They only showed her midsection upwards, not showing that she just did a full split and coming up and using every fibre of muscle to keep herself In up there. In heels as well. And so. I mean, yeah. I mean that, that, that on its own is like ridiculous. Cool. Mm. So we've seen the runways. We've now seen the finished commercials. I want you to tell me who you think is going to be the top two and the bottom two. Hard to say because we don't know how they're going to judge. They might be judged as teams. No, Um, no, no, no. You're, you're, okay, uh, you're not, we are the judges. Well, look, we've seen lately that these judges are a loose cannon. Okay, let's <laughs> let's be honest. Least. So, so we the official judges. In my opinion, what do you think? Who would you put up for top two and for the bottom two? And if you had to, if you can, if you can pick one, who's winning this week? I'm going to um, open the floor to our guests actually, because I'm going to mull it over for a second. So, top two, um, Jimbo is definitely going to be up there. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I think that's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> the most quotable uh, queen. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, it's the much better of this season, I think. <laughs> um, based on, I would say, I'm going to take a punt and say Boa. Mm. I think, you know, although she did well in the challenge, you know, she was slightly underneath uh, Rita and Jimbo. Mm. 
but the look on the runway, you know, is top oh, yeah, two. So yeah, I think yeah. the runway will push her through to that. Mm. Bottom two, I think it's going to be the sissies. I would agree with that. Like, I can only think that the sissies would be in the bottom because it was just so shrill and disorganised. Neither of them had a look that would push them out of the bottom. Um, to be honest, even if it's not judged by teams, it feels like it's very much within teams anyway. I see Priyanka and Lemon being quite middling. Mm. Maybe Lemon pushing a little further ahead than Priyanka. Um, Rita was... I, I loved Rita, Jimbo and Boa as their team. Maybe Rita didn't quite stand out as much for me compared to the other two. I don't know. They were a strong team. I'm Certainly her runway look, if you're going to bring that in. Yeah. Compared yep. to the other two. Oh, that's definitely. That's going to be the thing that brings it mm. down. So your top two was Boa and... Jimbo. And Jimbo. And yours? Absolutely spot on. Jimbo mm-hmm. and Boa for me, for the top two. I know I just was whinging about Boa perhaps sinking to background in the challenge. But then I saw Priyanka and Lemon, and so I felt a mm. bit better about her. And certainly her runway was amazing. It so. was, yeah. Mm. And you're not disagreeing with the guys. Okay. Yeah. I just something about Boa in the commercial that didn't sell it to me. So, I mean, it's a quote DDC, I don't think. But it seems like what they're telling me, I mean, they... The thing about Scarlett and Ilona is that we just saw the judges laughing like really hard at their one, and there was a ch- and if they're laughing at that, I don't know what else is comedy. To, I don't know. I don't, I'm this, is this Canadian comedy? If they're laughing at that, where is that? I mean, I, I saw them laugh. The judges were laughing. Uh, I saw Brooke laughing. The guest judge laughing. I think RuPaul would have been laughing. The cameraman were laughing. The bus driver's laughing. I don't. I, everyone's <laughs> laughing, and I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Could it have been Canadian politeness? Mm, I mean, for me, definitely Jimbo was up there, and I'm I'm I want to say Rita just because I I don't like Boa, I don't know I don't like her. Oh yeah, I said it anyway. Prejudice. My <laughs> my my bottom two is, and I you know you know I love Alona, I like I love her so much, but she's definitely in the bottom, and the person joining her in the bottom is might be Scarlett. If if I mean. The only one as bad was Scarlet, only because she was put in the same team as the. But that's what I think. You guys? Yeah, I I don't know if it was necessarily because of the team. I think we're judging this on individuality, but they certainly didn't have any level of cohesiveness together at all. I mean, uh-huh. as you know, Naf as the um, Lemon and Priyanka ad was, you know, but they were cohesive. Yeah. You know, they worked well together. It just didn't land as well. They yeah. had an idea. They had a joke. It didn't descend into a crap cat fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's Nef- going to very much de- depend, I think, on how the judges view some of these runway looks that we've mm. just torn to shreds. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> looking at that, it over the we've just paused it, um, okay, distinguished guests, on a, a, a picture of Priyanka and Lemon at the as we've just seen their um just seen their commercial and looking at their two outfits now Priyanka looks lovely i mean it yeah. may not be the most denim look ever but Priyanka looks shit hot to i be might fair. need to so. roll the tape but i'm pretty sure you booted it <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, and this is what i'm saying but now we're going yeah. right back in so so you think that Priyanka yeah. might be safe you you do not you do not need to rewind the tape. I fully admit that I didn't think this was the best. I didn't think it was as bad as Rita's, but um, I do think that she just okay. It may not have fit the brief. I don't think as well, but she looks really good. Yeah, I, I agree. They they both look pretty. I wasn't like blown away by that 
lack of concept, I should say. But you can say that Lemons is definitely a denim look, whereas mm. still looking at Priyanka, yeah. that that still doesn't look like denim to me. Uh-huh. Like say, and and the like judges can choose whichever exactly. one they're going to yeah. go for. Yeah. Yeah, if if they think it's denim, if it suits their agenda, they're yeah. gonna. I mean, you might be wearing leather, but they'll be like, "That's a beautiful denim." <laughs> Didn't that um, happen on was it season nine or season ten, where the same critique was given to um, for the pink denim cowboy? Mayhem, mayhem, mayhem was in the bottom. That like, they're like, "Doesn't look like denim." Well, it is like, denim, or it doesn't look like it. And so you're going home. And her and, John Bonet, and then she went home that week. So it really depends what they think, but definitely. I think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So we have a look. Yeah. All right. What do we think about the judging? Omnishambles, I think <laughs> is the word. Um, we did not see them loving that first commercial, did we? No, not and at all. Yet. Um, I think, I think it's good that they have an opinion mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a both, camera yeah in a contract yeah. with um a television they're, they're, yeah. they're entitled to their wrong opinion yes. yeah uh, they okay. seem to imply that scarlet was like carrying alona but to me it was just no. a bit to me they were both bad they did or they did also spot that alona was very one note though yeah and that, we, we said that, that, as well. that we was picked that, up yeah. on that one um i didn't like what they like uh, jeffrey just baffles me with what comes out of his mouth. Jimbo <laughs> arrived no day mouth. one and he's like, welcome to the competition, Jimbo. And I'm like, girl, where have you been? And she won Snatch week. Game last week. Yeah. like Which is the one of the biggest challenges to win. And yeah. smashed it. <laughs> well, like, w- w- what's happening there? And then uh, uh, Brooke, what I love what Brooke said to Lemon, because obviously none of us liked her look and it was actually very, very shambles. I felt mm. like she just got a lot of material and put it, to, uh, stitched it together. And Brooke was like, if you just change this, did your corset, <laughs> remove that. Basically, if you change your whole outfit, yeah. then you'll look good. Take away 12 and divide it by two. Took yeah. all of this off and put something completely different on. We would enjoy how you look today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were really rude to Boa. I'm sorry. Um, oh, what was all that about? Exactly. Boa yeah. was, uh, yeah, okay. I get it in the acting challenge. She was a bit inside her head, perhaps, but. You know what? That outfit, I thought slayed, and I'm really annoyed. Mm. I'm really annoyed with them all for going. Yeah, I, but that's what it goes. It's all down to opinions, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. Les is wrong. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, good night. Um, yeah, I just didn't get what the critique on Boa at all. Again, yeah, probably slightly in her head, but I didn't think she was terrible in the mm. challenge. And it was very her. You know, the, the yeah. outfit. It was really good her. I loved the, the kind of the. It was deliberately messy. If they're worried about the messy wings, she had them in ripped tights on mm-hmm. and the whole body thing was a bit kind of are we wonky shonky this... and that was all good that was because that was her character mm. are we going to make this sort of analogy again you know where they were saying about um jimbo not painting the arms and yet who did that in drag race raja. Raja. raja yeah but raja didn't and it was loved again mm. they're saying this is very messy but yeah. then it harks back to mm. what vivian did in drag race uk and yeah. everyone was like oh yes it's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. which you know. So subjective. I mean, I, I I agree with him on the runway look, um, but I, I I disagree with him on the runway look because I I liked it, but I, I I agree with what they said about her performance. There's just something about her there, especially when you put next to two good people, it just really shows that you are being pulled along. And so I I mean I agree on that. And I'm not saying it should get a free pass, but you know, with regards to the ADHD. 
when you're very aware of it, I mean, I've, I have mm. a great nephew who has ADHD, you know, you can get very in your head. Yeah. Because you're, again, you're trying to put that filter up because the filter, you know, everything just comes out at once or yep. you can be distracted. Mm-hmm. You know, it all comes at once. So trying to really concentrate, of course you're going to be in your head because you're trying to focus on the task. Yeah. It's probably mm. exhausting for it us is. as well. Absolutely. Um, the judges this week, having the comedian there along with them, I think worked a little bit better. I think that's what's mm. been missing from the judges um, compared to previous uh no, I think that's the problem with the judges as they are is that they they are all trying to be quite serious and get you know could you know, to, to show that they've got the gravitas that they you know think they might have but we're not so sure um, <laughs> and having that comedy character that you've got there when you when in, you've got Carson Cressley or someone on there is, mm. is is kind of you know lightening it up a little yeah. bit um, they're all being really serious and although JBC. Um, is getting a lot of stick online for being, for basically getting the, the villain edit from the judges. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's? Do you think that's actually I, him? Well, I mean, when you said the comedic character, I noticed she didn't say the hilarious Ross Matthews. But excuse me. Um, in regards to Jeffrey, you know, you know, he's getting this lot of like, he's just being mean mm. and being a very sort of old school fan that I am watching it from day one when the first one came out. Um, that was the same sort of thing that was coming out with Michelle Visage. When, yeah. she, when she started in season three, everyone's like, she's so mean, blah, 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 blah. And now uh-huh. we, we kind of expect it. And now they're kind of putting it across as like, but she's more like a concerned mother. And it's like, mm-hmm. so? <laughs> yeah, and Every judging panel needs its meanie. Well, yeah. It's just, you need the highs and lows, you need the critiques. You the difference between Michelle and Jeffrey is that Michelle comes from, she, she knows the drag world, she's been a part of it, and she's been a big part of the ballroom. And she, so she's, she's been in that world. Um, she was part of the hip hop group. Um, Seduction. Yeah. So I yes, and on her book, she did say that she um she, she basically grew up with drag queen. She was she's been she's she's been a big supporter and everything. I just heard of Jeffrey. I just saw him from the um All Stars three Bitchula. Was it? Yeah, that's when I felt like I was introduced to him. Yeah, and I and I don't know if he's sometimes like you're not. I don't, I don't think he's got that permission to to judge drag queens with that with such ferocity when you don't have much to back you up apart from some yellow eyeshadow that you oh gosh yeah, a bit of eyeliner as well uh-uh. but he, Lordy. He, but he does come from the fashion world but is that is that what's really kind of pushing this judging panel down is that you've got two people from the fashion world and he, he's also an actor as well as yeah. he's been like american horror story and things like that um, so I, I think like he can at least bring something to a challenge like this. I think sometimes he can like sticks his nose in where it doesn't really belong kind of thing. I just feel like he's trying to do like, I just feel like he's constantly doing RuPaul snatch game. Every time I see him on the judging panel, I just feel like he's just trying to be RuPaul. And I just, he, I'm, he said I'm just some, not buying it. During his walkthrough, he said some pretty vacuous things, really, that we've all what? heard before about it. Don't listen to the voices in your head and things like that. It was just, it was really empty. Let's talk about the the, the, the golden question that they <gasps> ask every season. <gasps> Which one of your sisters should go home? And so. what was the verdict on that? I mean, I was shocked, actually. Four of them chose Lemon and three chose Alona. 
and combine this with the Untucked and how they feel, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, the one thing that got me is that they were judging it on the runway, right? This is, and it was purely just on the runway that day. Well, they were it, saying that. Yeah. But then, obviously, she said it later on, you know, that's not what we were actually exactly. supposed to be judging on. And that's yeah. the point. It's meant to be, right, over these last six weeks, you know, who is basically the one that is falling behind yes. and deserves to go? Mm-hmm. And that's not what they did. It was like, it was like, you know, you commented before, come for Lemon Day. Yeah, but I think they come... I think when you're put in that situation, you try and find a way of kind of qualifying what you're saying. And that's all they've done. And one of them yeah. said it... For, and about... Um, um, yeah, Bobo said it first. And so all of the others kind of then latched onto it and going, yeah, I'm going to say that too because it's easy now because I'm not singling anyone new out. So yeah. I'm not sharing... I know... It, it does mean that one of them, or one in this case, two of them really get it in the neck compared to the rest. Mm-hmm. But it saves anybody else from actually having a proper, genuine, individually formed opinion mm, because yeah. somebody else beat them to it. And that's just unfortunate because I think I think Lemon's actually come across as being really genuine yeah. throughout the whole thing. I've not seen... I can see how people might see her otherwise because, you know, she's... Uh, they mentioned that a bit of a twink and kind mm. of pretty and... But I, there's no, why can that person not also be quite a genuinely nice, friendly person? Yeah. yeah. She said something near the beginning of the um, episode that foreshadowed this a little bit, didn't she, about the other queens not liking her? Mm. And I wonder if it's a bit of a jealousy thing. I wonder if she, I do think Lemon's getting a little bit, she's talented, but she's getting a little bit of a push in the competition, I think. I think she's a little bit favoured by the judges. I wonder if that's playing into the queen's opinions. I don't think it's fair to say she's the queen who deserves to go home this week. I mean, her look was a bit busted, but she's still like pretty and is wearing a pretty, well, I don't like the colour of it, but the wig is well styled. Um, and she wasn't the worst this week. I think it was more legitimate to say Alona. I think that was fairly legit. But the rest of it, I think, was based on like personality and politics. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even think Lemon's name would come up. And they're doing a very, very much reports drag race type thing where they're going to do exactly mm. what you say. They're going to say you because they don't like you they, and they want it to be you. And they're going to they're gonna go, well, how can I justify picking you? And they're like, I don't like what you're wearing. You know, it doesn't matter that you've already, you're, you know, you're, you're one of the people that's actually won a challenge. Um, you've been, you've been high. You've been doing really, really well. Screw that. I don't like what you're wearing. I don't like you. I want you to go home. And then when they were talking about it in the semi-untucked, they, they seem to kind of say that. But then you can see some of the girls are trying to bring in her personality and saying, well, actually, you know, you've, you've been quite cold or, and some, some of between some things I, I haven't seen, maybe sarcastic, but isn't well, it? It's either you, it is down to your look today, as they've said to the judges, or it's not, as they're actually saying now. And maybe mm. they are being a bit more open, actually saying, you know what, I actually just don't like you. Yeah. And Alona actually said yeah. outright, I wish I was you. They should have just said, so I don't the, think it, that it you guys are like... saying that Lemon's a complete bitch. Like, they should, <laughs> why didn't they just say that? Because <laughs> that would have made yeah. more sense. Uh, is it is it the edit as well? You know, or are they yeah. not showing, you know, like you say, giving her the villain edit where she could be quite villainous and we're just not seeing that i do mm. I doubt it for a yeah. season of drag race there aren't many like plot lines going on i think i've noticed like even front runners like rita um don't really have much plot line it's like hard to get a sense of like what the producers have in mind for them like we're kind of having to piece it together ourselves you know like Boa's kind of the unpolished diamond and Rita's kind of the veteran, but she's not, we don't see like loads of interaction, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. I'm just 
questioning the going back to JBC and his judging, mm. questioning that the make up your ass comment, like full coverage foundation. That's like, Thank you've you. got a lumpy mm. ass. It's like, okay. Thanks for posting. I thought that was quite naughty of <laughs> yeah. him. And Alona looked really hurt by that. I thought mm. that was quite a hurtful and unnecessary thing was to that, say. Was that body shaming? I think yeah. it was it, it a bit, really. A bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so Even surprised. Even if it wasn't deliberate, you know, the fact he said full coverage foundation, which is, you know, to cover bumps and lumps. So yeah. that was. A, I thought that was harsh. That wasn't thought, very nice. First of all, to, to put your ass out on national, international, to broadcast it out there would have taken her a lot of courage. And she seems to me like a very, very insecure girl. Yeah. For her to wear that and to take ownership of it and maybe finally have got the courage to, I applaud her. But then to get that backlash, I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm really surprised that made the edit. Yeah, I, I think that was, it was kind of unpleasant. And the way he phrased it was unpleasant. He could have phrased, if he wanted to give her that kind of like critique and a bit of feedback, how she could elevate her look a little bit, he could have phrased it very differently. He could have complimented the shape of her bum and said how brave it was for her to be body positive and all the rest, all these true things. Mm. And then said, do you know what would have elevated it? Just a little bit, just like a little bit of full coverage foundation would just like be the icing on the cake. Or if he so told us. not the character he's playing, is it? Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be Miss Elvisage, tear you a new one sort mm. of kind of character i don't well, think michelle would have said it that way though no, i think when true. it comes to somebody's body i think michelle's far more sensitive mm. and i think it was a real mistake for him to say I th- that i think if he had said why that would elevate the look mm. and you know if the answer actually justifies the question then i'd be like okay but it didn't it just seemed like a, a an attack mm-hmm. i really did feel like an attack I, I didn't like it there was so much other stuff so that like was shit it. about that outfit that you could have quite happily just <laughs> yeah. said something else. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. I don't think we have enough time for that. <laughs> Do we? No. Let's finish it off. For right now, we're going to see the final lips at the tops and the bottoms and then see what happens from there, okay? Okay. Cheers. Look, we've just watched the rest of the episode. Let's start off with who won this week, which I'm really shocked about. Rita, Beggar, Beat, Jumbo. How? In what world? And in what way? They love Rita in this show. Like, there's a couple of wins of Rita's that I've been a little dubious, but I think she's, like, consistently high. She's a strong competitor. Mm, I prefer Jimbo's. I'm, I'm a Jimbo stan, though, so, like, I am a bit biased. But that look, you that look, you can't put those two looks oh, together yeah, yeah, and yeah. say her look was better than Jimbo's. When you, when, yeah, if you, even if you think they were neck and neck in the challenge when you mentioned looks, yes, Jimbo should have won. Jimbo was a high concept queen on that runway and do you know what i loved jimbo's good grace when she like when she realized she didn't win and she just did like a little uh ponytail swing and kind of minced off the stage i loved it <laughs> do you guys agree with it absolutely yeah. there's not a lot to say really yeah there, there isn't it was it was i i think she was robbed and then we're looking at the bottom two and the bottom two is boa boa's there with elona now elona yes boa i was a bit like oh i didn't i didn't think you'd be there but she is i mean i'm i don't know i don't know we spoke earlier didn't we how like boa was getting a bit of a spotlight this episode and she was either gonna rise to the top or she was gonna bottom out and Mm. unfortunately it was the latter and like i'm not sure i agree with that i disagree yeah you know i really thought that you know she would have been in the top two you know yeah or at least in that top half and been safe. Agree, agree. I would have put a like top safe or safe safe, but not even like bottom safe. Mm. Well, um, she's in the bottom going against Elona. And the song is Scars Are Beautiful. That, that was the song. Yeah, yes. Scars yeah. Are Beautiful by Alessa Cara. 
Yeah. So the thing that I... First of all, Alona's already been in the bottom. So the odds are already in Boa's favour. Mm-hmm. Boa literally just had to sing the song with some emotion. What I found is really, really strange with a Boa is that Boa doesn't seem to show much emotion or anguish or anguish or pain in her face. I see her lips moving, but that's pretty much it. And she spends a lot of the time singing to Alona. The thing is, when you do that on stage, and if they don't reciprocate, if, if that person's not giving you the energy back, like Ilona doesn't even look at her. If she hasn't done that, stop singing to her, sing to the front. You know, like, she, obviously she's trying to create a moment. The moment's not happening. Direct your energy to the people who are actually going to determine if you stay or not. She didn't do that. I found it really, really strange. And Ilona just really showed, like, I felt like she was singing the song. And, and that's that's pretty much what you had to do. You didn't have to do any death drops. You didn't have to do any jetés, no pirouettes, <laughs> nothing fancy, nothing energetic. You just had to sing the song. There was just like a few twirls from Alona, like that, you know, mm. a few twirls, but, you know, played into the part of the song, you know, kept it very simple, but, you know, emoted the song, emoted the meaning behind it. Mm. You know, and I think especially because, you know, saying that body shaming comment earlier, yeah, exactly. that yeah. probably played a part into it as well. I wonder I wonder if it did, if she was already feeling in that in that in that in that yeah. place. Mm. I so really should. The I comments really, were really unkind. I really wish she would have shown like shown that she was proud of her ass to him. Yeah. Mm. Like the song's about, you know, I am beautiful. Like the, the, I don't need to hear that. I also liked how she started to take off her jewelry to say, you know, obviously I don't need these things. I'm beautiful and, and this is this is me raw. Mm. <laughs> raw in a bad way, listeners. K raw <laughs> not in a good way here. But that's <laughs> but that's what I feel. To me Alona is somebody who's very in touch with her feelings and is very articulate about her feelings. I'm absolutely convinced that somewhere along the way she's kept a Tumblr blog. She's very that girl. Um, you know, she's been very quick to like discuss her emotions and like discuss her need for emotions to be validated by other people when she's on um when she's interacting with the other girls. And so she should. That's great. She's going on a journey. Um Boa I literally think her difficulty in this is that Boa's had a little bit too much work done to her face to express anything. Boa, I think, loves her injectables. She loves her Botox. She loves a little bit of filler. And the poor girl, like, like kind of express a lot of emotion at this point. Yeah. I've not seen her, like, be really expressive with her face. Um, and I think, you know, the, the song played to Elona's strengths and Boa. I am so sad to see Boa No, go. I don't think that the song played to her strength. It, we've all been in a place of pain. I think Elona believed what she was singing. She did. And that's the thing, you mm. know, I don't think... Boa is at the stage mm-hmm. where I think she's still very vulnerable. And she, I mean, Ilona is as well, obviously, but I think she's at the stage where she's channeling that into put into fighting back and putting some energy into doing something positive to change it. Mm-hmm. I think Boa's got a lot going on and at this moment didn't have the confidence to pull off the same performance as Ilona did. And it's a shame because I think Boa did have more to give, but. I don't think she's in the right headspace to be able to make an awful lot more progress in the competition. And mm-hmm. that's a shame, but and then but that's just usually means it's time for somebody to go. And maybe they'll come back in a few years' time for some kind of <gasps> all stars. International all stars. Oh, I cannot wait for international all stars. So the person that went home was 
and unfortunately it was Boa, but she was never here to win. She was always here to make lasagna. Um, <laughs> a nice, a nice exit phrase. But I mean, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. I had a soft spot for Boa. Like I had a hope that she could have fulfilled a kind of like a Dordalano kind of rough diamond kind of trajectory. It wasn't to be. Um, I will miss Boa. Yeah. yeah, star on departure, mm. as they yeah. said. Star on departure. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch on arrival, for. star on departure. Yeah, sod. Oh. And that's it. Sod off. Sod off. Yeah. Sod off. What a bit of a letdown that was at the end compared to some of the like much more dynamic parts of the show. I thought it was a really really fun show with loads to talk about apart from the lip sync. I thought mm. the lip sync was a bit mad. That's the episode. Um, I actually want to say thank you very, very much to Mike and Mikey for yeah, offering yeah, your uncurted opinions. No, but thank you very much. And thank, thank you, you for guys. everyone for tuning in and listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. But that's, that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast with Paolo and Dr. Tom and Mike and Mikey, a.k.a. Mama Rolo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Lots see of you. love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.